Welcome to Big Happy Money with me, your host, Serena Hicks, the podcast where you'll learn how to be an excellent steward of big, happy money, which also smashes the patriarchy's plan for you with love. Disclaimer, I use a lot of adult language and I refer to S-E-X and poop a lot. If you have delicate ears or hearts, prepare yourself accordingly. Love you. Mean it. Hi, everybody. It's me, and I'm stupid excited for today's Big Happy Money episode because I'm going to introduce you to my client and friend, Joe Renshaw. Joe, will you please say hello to everyone and tell them a bit about what you do? Hello, everyone. I am a life coach for, excuse me, I'm a life coach for men, and I help men make more money in their business and feel less stressed. That you are, that you are great at, and I want to tell everyone um, before we start with all the like usual questions that we're recording this in May of 2022. I was telling Joe before we recorded, I want this to be a bit of a time capsule because um, Joe has an amazing story, and I think it'll be fun for everyone included to be able to listen back to this sometimes. Hence the like, it's May of 2022, you guys. Also, I got to work with Joe one on one before the Big Happy Money actually like brand before the concept of big happy money had revealed itself and something that is funny to me is she has always had so many like male consults and clients and I just want to pause to remind everyone that we all have our own niche and it reveals itself to us but also like it is so organic and natural because I had exactly one male client exactly one no that's not true I had two male consults, but like that was never a thing for me Wow. Right. See, and Joe looked somewhat surprised. I'm like, no, no, like generally male clients didn't gravitate towards me and vice versa. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's so fun because Joe has sort of until recently like, oh, yeah, and I have this male client and, you know, he's booming here and and it's like, hello, this is one of your secret magic tricks. Yeah. (laughs) Not every. I had had an inkling. Yeah. So up until very recently, Mm -hmm. my client base is half men and half women. Mm -hmm. But I, I. About a year ago, I thought, I think I am a coach for men. Mm-hmm. But it felt really like, who's going to do that? You. And, um, and it was only about kind of three or four weeks ago that it was knocking on my door so loud. Mm. I couldn't not say it anymore. Oh, that is such a good example of how you guys can find your niche. Mm-hmm. I am so team. Don't worry about your niche. Your niche is helping people. Your niche yeah. is your Mish, as in you, as in if you're telling yourself M E Mish. I think um, Alexander James. I've heard him say that. I think he coined it. I love that. Uh, I do too. He's like your niche is your Mish, and I'm saying yes, because when something comes to you, I love the way you just said that, Joe. I couldn't not do it, mm. and mm. I felt that way about Big Happy Money when that concept truly revealed itself to me. I, uh-huh. guys, I hadn't. It probably revealed itself to me about halfway through that December of 2020 that ended up being over six figures in one month. And prior to that, I'd made like- I think the rest of us saw it, Serena. You what? I think the rest of us saw it. Well, I did, but like that was the reveal, but it also, it felt so audacious. I wasn't where I am now. I wasn't, I, I, I had not yet had a six figure month. I had not yet made 200K that year. So it was very like, am I allowed to talk about big happy money when I'm literally at like 125 cash collected as a coach? <laughs> and the answer is yes, because it hit me over the head. Things were yeah, because that's when I came to you. 
Yes. Oh, my God. Will you please tell people your side of that story? Because I just live for our origin story. Coaches and service providers, but coaches, I want you to know this can happen for you. I don't want you to hear it and think it's a fairy tale. I want you to hear it as evidence of what literally goes down. And it's so good for me to remember this story as well. When my brain is spinning in, I don't know where the clients are. I come back and remember how I hired Serena. So um, we are both in another sales program, Mm -hmm. were at the time. Mm -hmm. And somebody, somebody else who I don't know, never heard of, had posted that she'd made certain amount of money this this month or this year, and thanks to her coach, Serena Hicks, and she thanked you. And something about Serena's name just was sparkling and glowing to me. Feels kind of um, magical. And I liked the sound of your name, and I followed Abraham Hicks for a long time, so maybe it was Mm. the Hicks connection. So I clicked on the tag that said Serena Hicks, and there was a photograph of Serena classic Serena style with her arms up in the air (laughs) standing under what I think is like a a sunset colored mural in Austin and I just thought I like the look of her and I went to your website and it said there was something about the way you spelled folks which appealed to me f-o-l-x which I've since updated because my understanding is things keep changing you guys and we just do our best to keep up but at the time F-O-L-X was a way of saying folks to be very clear as, as far as being gender or non-binary inclusive. And that is always mm. important to me and has been. So yeah. I love that that actually caught your attention. Yeah, totally. And, mm. it, and it made me think, oh, Serena doesn't do the rules in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening is like, she does not do the rules. The rules are more like guidelines and strong suggestions unless they're safety rules. Yes. I follow yeah. safety rules. So I booked a consult immediately yeah. and I, I booked it for New Year's Eve yes. 2020 yes. and it was at 5.30 p.m. my time <sighs> and in the UK we'd just gone back into a third lockdown <sighs> and my boyfriend at the time who, who was my boyfriend at the time was away about 300 miles away caring for his mother right so i was having new year's eve on my own right. so i made this mexican feast and then i had this amazing consult with serena oh <laughs> we my just God. Had so much fun. it was so much fun and i want you guys to hear the other half of this equation so the year is 2020 i made eighty-seven thousand cash collected um in the first 11 months and in the end joe was my final yes by the way of 2020 um it was January 31st, New Year's. We were on different time zones. I'm in Texas. Joe's over in the UK. But literally, I I ended up making 110 that that December. I signed 11 clients at 10K. So that ultimately made it like a $200,000 year. But it all happened really fast in the best way. And at first, I was like, I'm going to sell a bunch of coaching in December. I believe everyone buys coaching in December. Everyone buys everything in December. And halfway through the momentum really shifted for me because I wanted to see what was possible. Mm. It was not just about me. And I honestly, until the very end, I wasn't like, I could make six figures this month. That wasn't the goal. Mm. I just remember myself and many of my friends were always like, you know, you can sign two or three clients a month. And since I'd signed four or five, I thought, is that the limit? I Mm want to find a limit. There can't be a limit. How far Mm -hmm. can I take this? 
And so I was, as I advise all of my clients to do, just showing up everywhere. I was posting in groups. I was coaching just devoted to my current clients and the new clients who were on board. I think, Joe, I think it's a guess, but I think you saw a post by Haley. Because if I had to guess, I'm like, this feels like Haley. Because Haley, um, Haley, Haley is Haley. Haley Thomas, you guys, Brain Space Optimized. We have another episode with her. But um, I think that she was, I can't tell you what, but I, I remember December was very big. I can tell you now. She created 14K in 24 hours. I'd given her a challenge during our one-on-one, and I remember she didn't cash collect all 14K. She, like, cash collected 10, but, like, that blew her mind at the time. So I think she was in the 2K group talking about that. I made, I had so much fun and created consults that month, um, not by obsessing over the how, just by practicing the thought, like, as long as I show up, like, my clients will find me. So I was showing up everywhere on the socials. And so I would just get these consult requests. And, you know, people would book on my website. And I was like, who's Joe? I have no idea. Like, it was so exciting. And it was a change for me because I used to research people before they would come to consults. And that was the, like, period when I stopped, when it was just like, I want to meet them at face value. I don't want to preconceive if I think they have enough money or if I think they're ready or if I think mm-hmm. they're certified. None of that is relevant. Let me just mm-hmm. come to this consult. And really long story short, you guys, I had two consults on the 31st. Also, I didn't normally work on things like the 31st. I didn't do nights or weekends. But as I was mm-hmm. playing, how far can I take this? I opened up so many hours for consults. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you guys are like, oh, I want to book XYZ, but you literally only have like two consult hours available a week. And I want to offer sometimes you need to change the C. As mm-hmm. in, I was making myself exponentially more available time-wise because I was like, well, let's see how far I can take this. So I remember opening up December 31st. That was like an intentional, like, you know what? If people want to come in for a consult, I want to run it. And I think- It I was should... a Saturday as well, wasn't it? I don't remember. I just remember it was a 31st. And to me, that's like, you don't work on a 31st. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, let's see how far I can take this. And so I had 10 clients, $100,000 already. And I had two consults on the 31st. And the first one was just not a fit. It was just mm-hmm. not a fit. And I remember like even coming away discouraged. And then I was like, I need to take a shower. And then I lost track of time because that's who I am as a person. And I was suddenly like, oh my God, I have two minutes till my like my final consult of the year with Joe. And so I remember like putting my fake hair braid over my wet hair mm-hmm. that I'd pulled back in a box. And I don't even think I had makeup, like coming in hot, you guys. I was like, hello, it is nice to meet you. And for me, it took great effort because a part of me was deeply ashamed and embarrassed that my hair was not dry and properly coiffed. Really? Yeah. No idea. Well, I told myself, you know, first of all, start as you mean to continue. But I told myself the most valuable thing I can do for this client and myself is show up in powerful coach energy. If I let me have wet hair be a problem, I'm screwing myself and this client in the worst way. I literally didn't even notice your hair was wet. Oh my God, thank you. (laughs) I had like a stern talk with myself in the bathroom mirror as I was like, pull it together. Where's the fake hair braid? Put that on. It's like a Princess Leia braid. I was like, okay, done. And then we just had, I had the most fun in that consult. Me too. And it was so fun and it was revolutionary for me and changed the course of my business because it reminded me I'd been playing with the thought, like my clients show up ready and resourced. Like they come to the consult already a yes. It's just a formality and it's fun. Mm -hmm. And Joe was the first consult that I 199% experienced. My clients already show up a yes. The consult Mm -hmm. is just a formality and it's fun Mm -hmm. for both of us. It was Mm -hmm. just 
yeah, it was a turning point in my business because I decided like, this is my gold standard. I want to tell you something else that, that I just realized as we were talking about this story, I did also see a post from you Mm -hmm. Well, I think you'd made 90K that mm -hmm. month mm -hmm. and you were sharing that in this, in the 2K group. Mm -hmm. And I think I had booked the consult with you by then. Mm -hmm. And the, my thought was, if I sign with her, I'm going to, I'm going to contribute oh. to her six figure month. Oh my God. That's so wild. I didn't know you had. Okay. So I'm going to take this opportunity and exploit it and show you guys that yes, your clients want to be a part of your world and your growth. Yeah. And also big important asterisk and no, they're not responsibility for your business. <laughs> they're mm -hmm. not responsible for your business growth because yeah. um, I doubt, I doubt many people listening to this podcast suffer from this, but occasionally we come across clients who are like, I need to make 20 K this month. So I'm, I'm posting on the socials. I need to mm -hmm. make my goal. I'm like, your clients do not give a shit about your goal. They mm -hmm. should yeah. not give a shit about your goal. And at the same time, to contradict myself if because your, your post about having made 90k yeah was really to encourage everybody else yes. hey yeah. look you were saying people are buying in december yes and the month's not over yet nope and it was so thrilling because i knew i could feel that you were on a certain trajectory and i yes. wanted to be around that energy oh that gives me life and i want each of you listening to know that it's like that. It's this intangible energy. And as coach, we go first. And as coach, we plug ourselves into it. And I think that's the hardest part. And that is actually the magic. Like, oh, I'm dating. Well, I'm not dating, but I'm on the bumble to be dating. I'm going to be dating. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And I'm thinking, <laughs> it's so fascinating to me. Even people's bumble profiles, it's like I can smell. Ooh. Some people are so desperate which no judgment but like i don't think that would set us up for success so that's an immediate no for me some people are so defensive you know like the profile literally reads if you're not gonna message me don't match with me stop wasting my time and i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah, that's attractive for a day <laughs> no and yet we do this as coaches so often on accident it shows up the defensiveness like my price is 5k and like having, you know, 15 different things on the schedule consult intake form, yeah. 10 different ways of you're not going to waste my time. You will show up, check this box, check this box that you honor your commitment. I'm like, Oh honey. Which looks to me like a whole bunch of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like pillars in the way that the client has to walk through or yeah. navigate their way around in order yeah. to get to you. Yes, and the, in a way. the route for me to get to you was really simple. I was open. Mm -hmm. It was what I wanted. And I, I hope we're going to, I'm going to ask you about this because you're living into it so powerfully. You're in a phase right now in your business, but like it was so intentional and it required effort. And at the same time, it picks up momentum that, that I, you guys, I love this thought. I'm in charge of growing my business. Mm -hmm. And once I practice that 8 billion times, I recognize it's never on a client. It's never one individual consult. Like I'm going to show up on consults and full tilt. And when I show up in my marketing, I'm going to show up in my powerful coach energy. And as long, like, okay, I create, God provides. Mm. If you need to hear it a different way, I create, the divine provides. If you need to hear it a different way, I do my part 
the unseen universe, angels support me and do their part. Meaning I, you, we have to show up, but like that's it, it sort of lowers the bar. So when I was showing up and saying like, guys, I've already made 90K and here's how, I did want to be an example of what was possible. Mm-hmm. I also knew that like my soul aligned clients would see that and decide they were getting on the train. Yeah. Because the other thought I had was I'm going where she's going. Yeah. And I love, I love, I love that for you. And I love that for everyone as in, did you guys catch how simple Joe's thought was? It was not some in-depth wild, I need Serena to prove exact statistics or Joe self-selected. Joe had feelings and a very simple thought. All of our clients do. And I think it's usually some version of they can help me. Mm-hmm. And back to the intangible, the trust um, that we feel or your clients feel on the consult with you, that like you don't need anything from them. You want to help them and are available to help them, but you don't need the sale. You don't need the validation. It's just truly like I can help you if you want that. Mm. And I think that if you want that piece is really key. Yeah. Because not everybody wants it. They no. think they do, but they actually don't when it comes down to it. Absolutely. And part of part of what's hard and fun as a coach is um, creating and holding a sacred space slash consult container for both of you to find out. Joe, can you tell me what the purpose of a consult is? It's to find if we're a good fit to work together. <laughs> yes. Serena's doing me well. <laughs> we talk about this in group on a regular, I'm amazed sometimes people are like, to find out. I'm like, no, no, no. It is to find out if you are a good fit to work together at this time. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. to get a yes, mm-hmm. not to get a no, not to get a maybe later. Just it's, it is black or white. Are you a good fit to work together at this time? And my experience has been, and I think you'll probably have a very similar experience, is that as a coach, I know it in my body. Yes. Oh, whoa. But actually, next level, Joe, you are having worked one-on-one with you. And my God, we've worked together like a year and a half now. You are an excellent um, reader of your body compass. Mm. So I want to put an asterisk on that because if you can truly hear and feel into your body, then listen to everything Joe just said as far as Joe like knows it's a yes or a no fairly quickly some of you guys are not yet literate in reading your body and especially for those of you who are aware you totally have trauma or my favorite those of you who are like i've never had trauma in my life which means you for sure have (laughs) your coping technique is simply to go numb and ignore it so um if you are in either of those categories it will be imperative that you run your consults with a very clean curious energy because you don't actually know like Mm-hmm. It's it's just clean and curious, literally to find out. Joe, obviously also clean and curious, but it's interesting that you can get an actual read mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, this is great, this is not. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I want to ask if you will share um, where you think, okay, tell us the story of where you are in your business right now. Any way you like, but just tell us the story because we've talked recently, like, story. There yeah. are... Where peaks am and I? Valleys and peaks and valleys. Oh, yes. plenty of peaks and valleys. So yeah. my business is just over two years old. Two years and one month. <laughs> oh my God. Happy two years and one month. Can we talk about how much 
big happy money you've already created in two years and one month as a coach? Um, well, it is $81,000. No, hang on. It's $83,000 because the second year was 81. Oh, first year was 2000. Congratulate. So from 2000 to a 40% increase to 81,000, 83,000, that's basically almost six figures in two years doing work that you love that is changing actual humans, families, and communities. Mm-hmm. And, and the first year, I mean, the business revenue was like two and a half thousand pounds, mm-hmm. but I was also on furlough from a retail job mm-hmm. and, and I had been gifted a magical amount of money. So it wasn't, I did know that my business wasn't the only way money could come to me. And I do keep that. I think that's really useful for people to know. Yes. Money can come to you from many, many different directions, not just your business. And it isn't just your business's job either. Nope. Thank you for saying that. I'll take this moment to remind everyone, especially when you were forcing like your business has to make money white knuckled. I feel like that's 99% of the time when the universe is like your business will not make money. <laughs> the universe will support you with money. Joe's a perfect example of that. Like if you are open to it as far as truly like I'm open to receive, but if you are trying to tell the universe, this is the way I make the money, the universe will let you know who's in charge. Yeah. So you, we <laughs> definitely have been experiencing that. Same. I have experienced that enough times and I'm finally like, oh, if I need an amount of money, then I need to just open that up to the universe and let it decide how it gets delivered. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Carry on. So, yeah, I I opened my business in April twenty twenty yeah. as we went into lockdown. I had a one hour workshop that I presented in person, mm. and suddenly everybody was freaking out, saying, "I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening." And I said, "Well, I'm a coach. I can help you." So I turned this one hour workshop into a four part workshop they came to zoom every day for half an hour for four days Mm -hmm. and I did that for six months and then I started signing one-on-one clients and around about October hired Serena in December Mm -hmm. and then things really took off in probably about March after that I raised my rates and then I raised my rates again and then I was having really fun experiences signing people Okay, can we just talk about you raised your rates and like you had what three or four clients at five k and then you raised to ten? I think it was four at five k and then I went to ten. Yeah. Okay, and I want to explain this to everyone because there are a thousand different ways to peel a banana, but so many people think like you have to be fully sold out at five k or six k and then you can raise your rate. And it was so fun. Joe and I were coaching one on one, and I remember you really energetically expanded into the ten k pricing. And didn't sell like hotcakes in the beginning because I remember being on vacation when I got the text that you, or sorry, not the text, it was on Voxer, you guys, but like literally, I think it was 12K in a 24 hour period. Mm -hmm. And you had worked so hard, not white knuckled hard, you guys, but Joe was just in it week after week of not signing a client or not getting a consult or getting a consult. And they said, no, like week after week after week. And you were just devoted. And Mm -hmm. then- Boom, 12K one day. Yeah. And that was two 5K clients and mm. one at um, half of that. I think she was two and a half thousand for, for, I don't know, maybe she was only 1,200 for 12 weeks. 
1200 pounds for 12 weeks yeah um yeah then i went to 5k and then this this i i something energetically came in and said 10k you're ready and somebody booked a consult and before about 25 30 minutes before his consult i went to have a quick walk on the beach just to zhuzh up my energy Mm-hmm. And I was running down the stairs in my building and I thought, oh my gosh, maybe this is my 10K client. Maybe this is where I'm going to go. And it wasn't until about 30 seconds before I told him mm-hmm. my rate was $10,000 that I actually decided for sure. Oh my God. And I read a post from Serena that said something about being in 51% certainty. 51% ready is go time yeah. in my world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And as I ran down the stairs, I thought, yeah, I'm 51%. That's I'm good. at 51%. Yes, I can do this. Yeah. And and I wasn't attached to a yes or no for right. him. Right. And what I really thought was this is this is my this is a consult for me to practice stepping into my energy of being a ten thousand dollar coach. Oh my god, because everybody listen. Listen to what Joe just said. Mind-blowing to me that I could charge ten thousand dollars as a coach. <laughs> It's so powerful because you weren't attached. You mm-hmm. weren't sort of like, LOL, let's see what happens. But you were very like, I'm making money. Things are good. I'm now clear 10. Maybe I'll say 10. Like, let's see. It was, it's interesting because you were still 100% committed to your successful journey. Mm. You just weren't in any, any version of graspy energy. Yeah. So, no. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So he said yes. Mm-hmm. And we had an amazing coaching relationship. And okay. then... But this is the part that I'm like, but if I remember correctly, he also ultimately ended up having a friend who was like, I paid less. And then you had to like, you had to defend, it's not a word I use a lot, but effectively yeah. explain to this client, you are right. Yeah. Your friend paid less. Mm-hmm. My rates have changed. This yeah. is the price. You guys, that's yeah. big. Yeah, it was because, because I had the yes. Yeah. And then a few days later, he emailed me and he said, hey. I found out my, you charged my friend half yes. yes like what's going on yes and I decided to be in powerful coach energy and I and I knew that whatever contract we had and I don't just mean the paper contract I yep. mean whatever I think I think my clients and I have a contract that we made in the cosmos some many lifetimes eons ago right and we've come together in this lifetime to work in this way I, that's my fervent belief and so I, it felt really important and sacred to me to stand in that for him because I knew for sure if he was trying to negotiate the rate with me, he was trying to negotiate his way out of all sorts of other things in his life. And I was right. <laughs> yep. Such a powerful moment. I remember that because I was not surprised, but I was so proud of you. And I want you guys to know also Joe and I coached before that conversation and there was some nervousness. <laughs> meaning in hindsight you're like boss babe handled it but at, you know as you were going in it wasn't 100 percent zen mm-hmm. it was of course like oh wow and yet i think it was such a perfect first client at that price point 10k because it was like yeah guys rates change all the time i'm always amazed when clients not often in our group but also sometimes strangers like ask like you know, this person asked if they could have, you know, the discount that I gave their friend or whatever. And I'm just like, I mean, it's up to you, but like, you know, people have asked me to honor pricing that I used to have. And I'm happy to be like, no, 
I used to charge 5k for six months of one-on-one that is no longer available and actually as I as I said ten thousand dollars to him my whole self-concept shifted and I knew that I could never go back yeah because you were you like you were it locked in like you Mm -hmm. stood in it and it was a hundred percent that is a steal yeah to work with you which it is yeah. So, spoiler alert, Joe's money mindset is nothing short of phenomenal. It's one of the things that we've totally bonded and geek out over. Joe, will you share that you also have an imperfect background financially? And yeah. So, I paid coaching through bankruptcy yeah. because I went bankrupt in 2013. Um, 20 years of atrocious money mindset really is what it was. And by 2013, no amount of help from the bank of mum and dad or from any actual bank or credit cards had made any difference. And I went bankrupt for less than 10,000 pounds. Oh my God. So it's not a lot of money. Stop. Now, you, charge, you charge more than that now is my point. You make that in a one hour conversation and you're like, bam, moving on. Oh. So, but the stress of that debt, yep. well, the stress of my thoughts about that debt was, was yeah. incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. And and looking back now, it feels like a gift to me that I decided to take bankruptcy. It, mm-hmm. it was the option that was available to me, and it took a lot of courage because the shame storm was real. Well, of course, we're all taught, excuse me, we're not all taught. Mm-hmm. All of us who are not generally older white men or mm-hmm. generally white men in tech are taught that, you know, that is a horrible, shameful thing. The exceptions are they're taught like, yeah, that's, there's a reason that's an offer that's available. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I spent a bit of time drowning in shame. Mm -hmm. And then in the UK, when you go bankrupt, you have six years on the insolvency register Mm -hmm. and you are not permitted any credit during that time. Mm -hmm. So I had to get the most babies bank account I possibly could Mm -hmm. rapidly. Mm -hmm. I had no overdraft, no credit card, and was fresh out of university. So work was thin on the ground. However, work began to come in, and I started to read money mindset books. Mm -hmm. And every month, just enough money came in to cover the rent and bills. Mm -hmm. And I decided to prioritize the rent and bills, and I removed certain words from my lexicon. So I said, I'm no longer allowed to say, I cannot afford that. Instead, what I said was, and it wasn't a way of denying that I didn't have a great deal of money. It was a way of saying, listen, I'm, I'm choosing to prioritize my rent and my bills and my food right now. Anything else I, I want, I can have it, but it's gonna wait for a little bit. And I'm okay. gonna love having it when that money is available. Okay, everyone pay attention because Joe has just dropped bazillions of dollars of gems with that segment of money mindset right there. You took your power back. Mm-hmm. You stopped lying and saying, I can't afford it and yeah. instead took your power back, I choose not to prioritize that right now or also part of what you just said, as in, yeah, maybe maybe later, like probably later, but right now, that mm-hmm. is not my priority. It's such an energetic difference. Instead of like, I can't have this mm-hmm. feeling lack, it's a, uh, that is not my priority, and here's what is my priority, and rooted to rent and food, that is my mm-hmm. priority. Yeah. Oh, I hope you guys feel that in your body, the energetic difference. It did feel very powerful. The other thing I did was um, while I was feeling terribly sorry for myself that my friends, all of my friends, meaning everybody else on the whole planet, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. owned property and cars mm-hmm. and had fabulous international holidays, mm-hmm. 
of course they didn't, not everybody, but I looked at those, I looked at those people I knew who did. And I thought, well, I don't have the debt of a vehicle. I don't have the, the debt of a mortgage. So if something goes wrong in my house, I can A, ring my landlord to fix it. And if I decide to move a house really quickly, I can do that really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I began to just um, shift my mindset around what, what were the benefits of the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not kind of saddled with a mortgage. Yeah. And I might, have, I might choose to have a mortgage one day now. But at that moment, what felt delicious to me was to know that I could move quickly, could move rapidly. Absolutely. So once again, instead of being in sort of a lack energy, you decided to appreciate what was like, what else was true? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, maybe someday you'll have a big mortgage, but also when you didn't have one and that was not um, financially a priority, it's like, yeah, but I have freedom. I can be agile. Yeah. Who knows what is hundred percent available. Okay. This is why you guys, Joe and her money mindset. It's one of the reasons I wanted her on the podcast is so often you guys think it's the circumstances that create the money mindset. And I'm like, no, no, you create money out of, you can create money literally out of nothing, but mm-hmm. energetically you have to be not in lack energy, yeah. but energetically in like, yeah, this is enough. You were mm-hmm. living in, yeah, this is enough. So the final piece of that was that I also banned myself from saying I'm broke and I've literally got no money. And mm. <laughs> Mm, my hands are in the air screaming preach <laughs> say it again what else did you ban i banned i'm broke and i've literally got no money yeah because even if i had 72 pence in my purse i had some money yes i just decided not to assign value to the amount i didn't i didn't make one amount mean that it was better if it was a larger amount of money it was just some money and it helped my brain calm right down mm-hmm. like there's some money and there is actually zero money when it's zero pence in my purse so again joe you were living in the better story of what was true i have some money mm-hmm. you would never say i literally don't have any money because literally even if you were overdrawn by ten dollars more was coming like it's not focusing on the 3D so-called reality. Oh, it's only 72 pence. Yeah. It's living into, yes, the energy of, but I do have money. Mm-hmm. You guys, this is the magic maker. This is the thing we do so much talk, even in the Big Happy Money Mastermind. And again and again is our healthy human brain wants to take inventory of, quote, reality. Mm-hmm. And I don't want us to ever reject reality. I just want mm-hmm. us to invest more of our energy into our vision. Mm-hmm. And what is actually true which is if you have enough in this moment in this hour to sustain you then you have enough mm-hmm. totally so my sister and i love to play with language and words and so you know seeing folks on your website spoke to that part of me but we decided that if a millionaire could be a millionaire then someone with 72 pence could be a 72 pence heir. i like it i like it so one day, maybe we had a hundred pounds and we were a hundred air. And just claiming that felt a very audacious because mm-hmm. patriarchy said, well, you can't do that. That's not allowed. And I love to say, well, watch me. 
Joe has told me in many sessions, and this serves you very well, I can think whatever I want. Mm. <laughs> and I love that. And nobody can stop me. As in, yes, you can just decide. Also, going back to body compass, when you were like, ooh, we're 100 airs, like how did it feel in your body? Oh, it just felt so... I, I get pictures of like um, glitter and sparkles. Mm-hmm. Like delicious. And uh, like fireworks going off. Mm. Which is not how it feels when one is in the energy of feeling broke. Mm-hmm. It's like the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. So all of that goes on. You ultimately end up, you can be as specific or not specific as you want, but I think it would be helpful to share like money comes from anywhere. And yeah. then tell me some of that if it pleases you. Yeah. So... So while I was working on my money mindset and reading all these books, I got really fascinated with coaching and, and realized I was coaching myself. So I was like, I think, I think I could help people do this. I mean, maybe I could help people as a money coach. I mean, ooh, I've got 72 pence. It took me a while to stretch my brain to that place, but mm-hmm. the seed was planted. Mm-hmm. So I started training as a coach. I was at that time producing photo shoots mm-hmm. and my desire to be a coach outgrew my desire to be a producer. So I left my Ruby production career, uh, decided to work in hospitality for two years <laughs> at the age of 45 to put on a, a waiter's outfit. And however, I had, I gave myself two years to, in hospitality, I would have two clear days off and I wasn't taking emails at 6am saying we need a hair and makeup artist. So I had brain space yes. to figure that out. And I also had this date on my diary this is the day your insolvency is going to end. And so I was making sure I was working towards a, a crisp money mindset so that when I came off the insolvency register, I wouldn't go back into the problems so-called right. that I'd had before. Right. And um, so I left hospitality. I went to retail and I worked for a fabulous company called Lush, who are worldwide and make glorious bath bombs. And I had the, the great joy of having them as my last employer. And I was going to work a Saturday shift in Lush. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about a week after I came off the insolvency register. So I was, I had noticed this and I was noticing like, oh, I've done it. This is great. And I walked down the stairs in my building. I picked up a Christmas card. It was addressed to me. Mm. I walked across the street, opening this Christmas card that had a check. And as I unfolded it and saw that it was for 50,000 pounds written the day after I came off the insolvency register, my first thought was, oh my God, I've done it. (laughs) You did. That is exactly (laughs) what I want everyone to like, pause for screaming, pause for screaming. As in, you did it. You worked so hard and i don't mean white knuckled you guys not like you know joe was practicing her thoughts till 4 a.m every day not that but you did such a glorious job of living into i have enough and surrounding yourself not just with pleasure not hedonistic pleasure not not mad at hedonistic not like mimosas i'm pretending i'm rich now but even working at lush which is nothing but a pleasure playground right nobody needs a bath bomb yeah i don't even think they have food there there's nothing you need in lush but there you can have an arm and hand massage i mean talk about pleasure right that's what i was doing for a living massaging people's hands (laughs) it's so on par it's so like yep i'm in this place with beautiful smells and lovely music and we're all here for a bath bomb or a hand massage that is where you chose to immerse yourself for also brilliant you were creating mental space for work where as you said there were no 6 a.m phone calls 
No mm-hmm. 6 a.m. urgent non-crisis crisis emails. Mm-hmm. You just showed up, had a good time, made a little bit of money, and then you guys are catching this, right? Not clients, not a bonus from Lush, just mm-hmm. a out of the blue, completely unexpected 50K check. What? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Money mindset maven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well done, you. And I cannot tell you how much mm-hmm. fun it was to, to A, ring the benefactor. Yeah. And- Thank Thanks. them profusely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which must have been so fun for them. Oh, it was really fun for them. Yeah, Oof. it was magical. And then fold that up, put it in my purse, and go and hang my purse in the back of house in Lush on a busy Saturday. <laughs> that feeling that, that the knowing of this kind of secret. And then something really interesting happened. Then my mind went to work again. Oh my God, what are you going to do with this money? It's going to run out. You have to ah, use it. <laughs> this is so good. As an example, you guys, money mindset never ends. Mm-hmm. You don't, the work never ends. You don't get to yeah. some magical top of the hill and like, now it's all forever, always. I love that. Okay, so what was your thought, by the way, as you're like hanging up your purse? Because I just had a thought really loud and I just want to know, like, what was your thought is before your brain then came in with the like, oh no, but when you were still happy, what was like? Yeah, when I, when I hung up my purse, it was like, oh, this is, this just feels fabulous. I think I was, I, I can't even think of a thought, Serena. It was just all emotion. It was just, I did it. I felt incredibly proud of myself that mm. that I had been courageous and audacious enough to go mindset yeah. at it instead of working myself to burnout, which I yeah. tried that yeah. and that hadn't made me a lot of money. Yeah. Joe and I both have a production history. Joe, I did television, Joe did uh, photo shoots and whatnot and I'm like listen production is crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is, it is it is a lot there's a reason cocaine I yeah. run into cocaine but like there's a reason <laughs> you see that when you see people talking about production I'm like yeah because it's a bunch of crazy people working 20 hours yeah. a day yeah acting out their traumas and issues yeah, yeah it's bananas <laughs> everyone needs a coach in production I said yeah. okay so I love that because as you were, I'm imagining you in the back room hanging up your purse and all I can think, the thought that my body is screaming is, I'm rich, bitch. Yes, 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 uh, definitely. (laughs) I'm rich now. (laughs) It's so good. Also, what what occurred to me then was I could just, I I didn't have to work for money. And suddenly that idea of having to work for money just let go. Okay, this explains over $80,000 in just two years as a coach with, we haven't talked about this yet and we don't really have to deeply, but like death of someone who is very important to you and taking deep time out to grieve because that's the only right response because this was not casual. And like, so you guys, I also want to remind everyone listening, like 80K in two years is nothing short of phenomenal, just hard stop the end. And then I would be remiss if I didn't layer in that Joe has spent many months navigating the shockwaves of losing someone in a not Disney ideal situation. And, you know, that affects everything. Like you, not like producer style workaholic doesn't matter. It was a full like days upon days of crying and days upon Mm -hmm. days when it was, you know, death was approaching. And um, I just want to honor, like this is, this is no doubt why your clients, male or otherwise, make tons of money, is mm-hmm. your money mindset is so contagious. And you mm-hmm. are so clear that it's mm-hmm. not just the actions, 
It's not yeah. just the A-line. Actions must be taken. But yeah. that so much of it is, are you living into your possibility? Are you living into having enough? Are you living into who knows how it'll work out, but you'll be provided for? And I, I understand that now to be a, a, a really intentional balance of work, rest, and play, which yeah. is very counter yeah. to we have all been taught. Yeah. So, so we had a, a very close family member die in November, and I had signed three clients about a month before he passed. Mm -hmm. And I think something in my body knew that mm -hmm. I was not going to be doing any sales and marketing for mm -hmm. some period of time after mm -hmm. he passed. Mm -hmm. Because <clears throat> my daughter needed a great deal of support. I needed a great deal of support. And as Serena said, we spent a lot of time sleeping and crying. Right, as, and, as it should be. Yeah, and the only thing I did in my business was coach my clients. Mm -hmm. And you showed up for coaching calls. And for coaching calls. Really. You did come to yes. me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was really, what was so beautiful was that I had time. I, I had, I'd created money in a whole different paradigm that gave me, it gave me time and space to process grief in a sacred and honorable way mm -hmm. and to hold space for not only this person who had passed but my long and enduring relationship with him and right. the way that had then changed because I as he passed I needed to find a new relationship to him and a new relationship to myself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and mm. I mean yeah that was that was meditative it's profound. Mm. It's also, I want to make sure that you see and listeners are catching this as well, because you know, I'm always team make money, always, always. But again, Joe had signed three clients. Like Joe has created almost a bubble, if you will, where you did, I don't want to say carve timeout. And at the same time you did carve timeout. It, it yeah. wasn't, which I do think is so sacred and powerful and so anti-patriarchy. It's so anti-industrialism. It's this like, hey, I need to fall all the way apart because mm -hmm. this is a profound shift in my life and will be and mm -hmm. like praise everything holy that I don't have to grind out mm -hmm. marketing posts or even grind out, you know, working at Lush, which I know you loved, but like, you know, it pays a fraction of what coaching does <laughs> and just yeah. what a revolutionary thing for a woman mm. who is also self-employed mm. to be able to and it's not all rainbows daisies and unicorns i know recently mm. you're like let's go but like mm. to carve this this sacred time out for actual healing mm. and now as you are um back in the game but but from an unhurried mm -hmm. like ugh. because i have absolute faith and knowing again in my body that money is coming. I mean, it always it's has. Inevitable, money flows. It, it's <laughs> the very nature of money. It can't not come. <laughs> you also just have a history, and so many of you guys do this unconsciously, of when you're open and ready, it flies in. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, as we have discussed, of course, as you were deep in the grief, 
you know, there were some posts and you showed up because, of course, but also, like, of course there were no major clients because you were not energetically available. Not so, yeah. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just very valuable to be very clear that, like, yeah, man, of course I didn't sell coaching for a couple of months because I didn't want to. So <laughs> some of you guys sometimes do that and then you use it against yourself, not Joe, but, like, you know, clients are like, ah, and I haven't sold. And then we have a conversation and um, similar to Joe's situation, I once worked with a phenomenal client who will know herself immediately, whose um, husband unfortunately has a terminal illness. And I think she made in our six months together, like 8K in coaching and like almost 300K in <laughs> other, other windfalls, plural of money. I said mm -hmm. it, you guys, almost 300K. And so it was interesting and I'm deeply grateful that we were both very clear you know she mm. was open to money hence mm. almost 300k in windfalls mm. and absolutely not open to committing to weekly calls with a client mm -hmm. in this season of her life in which case mm. it was like yes there was that one little one-off da, 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 mm -hmm. and like nothing's wrong she doesn't think mm -hmm. oh I can't sell coaching yeah. like like you she's like no I sell coaching whenever I want to mm -hmm. and when I don't want to I don't and I think what this season of my life has led me to is an understanding that part of my mission is to change the world of work, to change yes. the way that we see the world of work. Because the, the, the number of people I know that are so locked into, they have to work hard, they have to do everything. Yeah. And are, and are burnt out and frazzled and resentful and, and tired and yes. over, over eating, over drinking, over shopping, over YouTubing. And being, acting like a dick. I've certainly done that. That was one of my, yeah. I mean, in addition to overeating and all the other things. But it's like, guys, when we talk about big happy money as a love-led revolution, this is what I mean. Joe is doing sacred work often, usually, majority of the time with men who also are suffering from the patriarchy who just as you said are like you must be the breadwinner and or white knuckling making as much money as possible to make sure that you're a good quote man and you don't mm -hmm. get to have emotions and you don't get to have downtime and it's mm -hmm. horrible and toxic and traumatic for them and then of course everyone who loves them yep. <laughs> every partner every kid every yeah. neighbor every sibling yeah. and so you working with them to mm -hmm. completely decolonize their mind and completely mm -hmm get paid properly mm -hmm. for their work, including downtime and rest and getting to know their emotions is nothing short of healing the whole world. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I'm openly obsessed with you, Joe. Let's talk about, <laughs> I'm openly obsessed with exactly all of my clients, but I just have to say, I think that's part of, I hope you guys listeners are catching this. Like the more money Joe makes only means the more men who are being set free who get to show up for their partners, their lovers, their kids, their daughters, their sons, their neighbors, their communities, their companies that they run mm -hmm. even more powerfully. Like mm -hmm. they get to show up in King Arthur energy as opposed to, mm -hmm. you know, what the white supremacist patriarchy would prefer they show up in, which is, you know, petulant child energy. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. it's like, let's just make millions, Joe. Let's just, let's just. I'm on it. I'm on it. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Um, what would you say is one of your favorite thoughts about money or favorite few thoughts about money right now? Oh, I love money and money loves me back. Yeah. For sure. That would explain um, the relationship. I, I think I was practicing that even even not long into my bankruptcy oh. because I understood that money, I mean, we, we do hear 
money's an energy of its own and it and it is like yeah. i know it for sure is so that um i'm an excellent steward of money yeah because yeah. money doesn't belong to me yeah. it, it flows through me and to me this is another thought money flows through me and to me easily and always okay keywords everything she just said money flows to me and works through me easily and always did you guys hear how elegantly joe attaches that because sometimes you guys practice intentional thoughts and forget easily and always or now and that is one of your superpowers joe anytime i hear you talk about intentional thoughts you're always like now <laughs> always yeah mm. yeah i feel like my i i have a different brain in the last six months two years five years and i've done that very intentionally yeah you created it yeah you did um, I know we're almost out of time. I literally, you guys, I'm doing horrible with my timing on interviewing clients because I'm obsessed. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, let's just talk forever. What would you say has been your greatest learning in this round of the big happy money mastermind? And I'll challenge you in the first round because you've done one, you're currently in two mm -hmm. moving forward for three. But I want to ask like, because I want to point out like just the way you said, our brain keeps changing. You keep changing your brain. Yeah. So it's not like just one, if it's possible, what is your biggest learning in this round of mastermind? The biggest learning in this round is that I am, I am supported by the divine mm. and, and God, the divine, the universe source, call it what you will, will not see me destitute is mm. all has everything lined up for me is taking absolutely great care of me. And I can relax into that. And say more about relaxing into that. Like, what does it free you up to do? It free, well, it's freed me up to like go and lie on the beach. If I'm feeling grief or frazzled, if I notice I'm suddenly doing loads of stuff, cause I'll go there. I'll mm -hmm. start being like, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. And as soon as I notice my brain doing that, I'm like, uh, uh we're going to the beach. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good job. Yeah. So it, it's freed me up relaxing into the divine has freed me up to know what really needs to be done and usually that is energetically connecting with somebody who needs my help today mm. i don't necessarily know exactly who that person is but i do know that there's somebody who needs a coach right now and i'm gonna you, your words needs a coach i want to stretch that out to like they're ready and resourced yeah like they're ready they're clear joe's mm -hmm. not going to need to convince them it's more of a like nope they are just as you said they're like i need to hire a coach today mm -hmm. and that you're just going to show up and align with that person who is ready yeah mm. if you can what was your big takeaway from big happy money 1.0 1.0 my big takeaway was how important it is to work in community. Oh yeah. And to see my so-called successes and fails, because like that's the very binary of the, of the human brain, but mm -hmm. to see all that reflected in community. So while we're working all together, what, what one of us is going through, sometimes all of us are going through. And it helped me to put my journey in perspective. 
like oh this isn't just about me here's a bunch of a collection of thoughts that some of us are all thinking at the same time (laughs) I love that so much I think that being in a um, mastermind or otherwise in a like paid and by paid I mean committed you guys like everyone's all-in community is such Mm. a beautiful immersion in just what you said like normalizing neurologically normalizing success Mm. and neurologically normalizing there will be peaks and valleys there's that's not optional that yeah. is a part of the creative process. And also to see my my peers creating money mm-hmm. and to celebrate that mm-hmm. and to intentionally not go, oh my God, they're making more than me. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. To look at my peers making money and to be able to say, if they can do it, I can do it too. Like, look, here we all are making money. So much. That is the other, I think, true deep magic is neurologically normalizing this amount of money moves all the time. Like, yeah. this is not like, I heard one time somebody sold a package for 50K. You're like, no, so-and-so just did. I yeah. know them. That just went down for the third yeah. time or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Oh. That, um, some of some people listening will have seen the photograph of the group of us in Austin in yeah. 2.0. It's a good photo. And when I look at that picture and think of myself freshly bankrupt, Mm. and I lived in a tiny weeny house that was full of damp I could only like I longed for that I longed to be in a room of high earning humans with that excited energy and to know that I've achieved that and I've created that blows my mind and thrills me to think where where it's going to go next and so for people coming to work with us like on this train (laughs) yes no, it's, it's exactly that. It's like, it has just begun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Joe, if people want to connect with you, you guys, you should definitely connect with Joe. How may they find you? They can find me at joerenshaw.com. I write a really fabulous newsletter. Mm-hmm. So they can sign up to my newsletter on my homepage. Um, I have a free video class called How to Be Your Own Best Friend. Mm. And I'm on Instagram at joe underscore renshaw. You guys, Joe is J-O, just because some of y'all are like dumb American like me. So I just <laughs> want to clarify, it's J-O, Renshaw, you know how that goes. Joe, I love you fiercely, or love you loads, as we are want to say. Thank love you for you being a part of this. Love you, mean it, bye. me. It's my pleasure. Have a glorious evening. Big happy money changes the world. And it starts with you. Yes, you, boo. Are you already ready for more? Cool, cool. Get on my emailing list now for freebie trainings and to be first to hear when the next Big Happy Money Mastermind enrolls. Go to serenahicks.com to sign up RTF now. I love you. I mean it. Bye.